0: Dom and I'm like, Spencer the Stupid. Spencer the Sticky! Bye bye, comic that might cost more than a time. Come
1: meet the brothers who are here to waste your time.
2: Welcome back to the Dime Comic Bros podcast. Um, I am Spencer joined by the other two. Uh Jacob, I'm I'm very My neighbors definitely think I have gay orgies here. Because we do.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You told me to bring my Sigma Gorilla Batman energy, okay? Bone Wolf energy.
2: You know this guy, Patrick Bateman, he's like literally me.
0: (laughs) I fucking hate those guys. I love them. Those guys especially. I'm like, it's so funny because you're so gay. They are, one, they are gay. Because the movie, <laughs> Patrick Aitman's gay. He's gay.
2: He's also a murderer.
0: He's also, I mean, yeah, but the worst part, is gay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, jumping into the news. Feet oh, first. Hold on. I gotta pull it up. We have a couple of older bits because I forgot them last time. Because <laughs> I'm stupid.
1: Is that a birthday joke?
2: That's not funny. No, I, sa- I saved them. For Jacob's birthday. <laughs> which was yesterday.
0: Older bits. Was
2: it? He's. I did say happy birthday yesterday, right? Yes. I can't remember shit. Kind of. From the HollywoodReporter.com, uh, the first footage from the Penguin streaming series has been revealed by Max, which is the rebrand of HBO Max. The series begins streaming in 2024. Um hot. Yeah, <laughs> looks that's good. Good. Colin Farrell has never looked hotter than this role. You know, I really think it just it's a testament to his sheer Riz levels because He's ugly as fuck in that suit, but like, wood, dude. He's got that murderous riz. He, he really does. Maybe, Maybe I just like Italians.
0: <laughs> Jesus. From HollywoodReporter.com, like Spencer would say. Shut up. Warner Bros. and DC's first trailer for Blue Beetle has arrived. The trailer released Monday introduces audiences to Jamie Reyes. Jaime. Wow. He's I fucking. I know that. See, the funny thing is. I grew up in a superhero world where I didn't know their real names because I watched Batman Brave and the Bold. So, Hyman Riaz. Jaime. Oh, oh my god. Hyman. Oh, I. Jaime. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, a recent college graduate who gained superpower armor after an encounter with an alien scarab, a scab, and must come to terms with his newfound abilities while uncovering the reason the scab. Gab was sent to Earth. In the comics, the character lives in El Paso, Texas. But in the movie, he will inhabit Palmera. Palmero. I don't fucking know what that is. Palmera City, a location created for the project. Blue Beetle was initially envisioned as an HBO Max film, but Warner Brothers upgraded it to the theatrical. Upgraded it to theatrical in late 2021. It is slated for August 18th.
2: So... Hyman Reyes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) My Hyman! You guys. I'm really looking forward to this, and the trailer got me more excited. (laughs) I, I think you can kind of tell that it was envisioned to be a streaming project. Yep. But I'm fine with that. It seems
1: to be kind of trying to roll that into the the comedy of the character yeah. of like being a nobody, so it kind of... It works, it, it, hopefully. Yeah,
2: hopefully it'll work. I, I like that the... I like he's the fact suit. that Suit! Suit! It looks so good. Suit! It's true. I read, practical suits. Practical suits. Practical suits. And a good use for nanotech. Ah! And the nanotech looks really good.
0: Yeah, no, this actually makes fucking sense he has nanotech, because every single time that we've ever seen him, it's fucking like the suit... It's not nanotech, but it's it, it's like it's an organic. Alien, it's, it's an like,
2: alien goober.
0: Yeah, it's an alien. That's a perfect way to explain it. It's an alien goober that just morphs over him, and um, but the nanotech makes fucking sense in this, and not putting it in every single superhero
2: because it's cool. It is. They, but it's it, not cool anymore. It also looks like they're <laughs> acknowledging uh, at least that Ted Cord has existed because it looks like they they find the Blue Beetle Lair with all his old shit in it and like the <gasps> flying bug show. <gasps> Which Fuck, is, I missed that part. Which is nice. Um, I like that he's a college graduate. I don't know... I think one, because... So, he, so he's most famous from uh, playing a character in Cobra Kai. And it's... That show has the worst... Damn, these are like 25-year-olds <laughs> playing high schoolers vibes. Despite it being a really good show. Um, I like that they're not trying to make him a fucking high schooler. Because every movie like with this tone, it's always about high schoolers. And yes. it's kind of annoying. Thank it just, God. It's cool. And it's nice that a lot of the more recent... Um, like e- ba- younger hero-based stories, a lot of their families are involved. It's not like a secret thing uh, outside of Spider-Man. It's kind of nice. It's it's a nice change of pace. Not you know a lot of these characters. It's just like that in the comics, anyways. But like the easy comparison would be like Ms. Marvel. Like it's a it's kind of a family ordeal, which is nice. It's a different dynamic instead of it just being like, wow, look, teenager sneaks out at night. It, it, he's just, he's Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, we just yeah, base <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that. I'm like I'm glad it's just not another like. Spider-Man, like, attempt to be Spider-Man in, in a sense, and I'm also just sick of seeing, like, teenage superheroes, because, mainly because I'm getting older, and, like, True. I don't relate to teenagers, except for being, like, retarded monkey brain. True. Um, but, yeah, him as a college student is a very good thing to do, to change up in the storyline, and I agree with you about having his family involved, because not every superhero has to... Have like tragic backstories, Some they yeah. can just be like, "Oh, I got this shit. That's cool."
2: Yep, it looks it looks fun, and it, it, it... Berserk Sword. I'm not even say si- yes,
0: yes, big okay. anime. Okay, sword. okay. Technically,
2: it's a Cloud Sword, but Cloud is inspired by Berserk, so a Berserk Sword. Eat my ass. I just, for once, I'm not saying it looks fun as a cope. It genuinely looks like it's designed to be a big fun romp that's not dumb and stupid, mm-hmm. and I like. Things that are fun and not big, dumb, and stupid. Cough, cough. Black Adam. Rock. Eat ass. From
1: HollywoodReporter dot com, Nick Pizzolatto, Pizza Man. Pizza Lada. Pizza delivery man. Lada Pizza. Extra sausage. Has gone Marvel, the creator of acclaimed crime <clears throat> anthology True Detective, is working on Blade. Marvel Studios vampire thriller starring. Harsala Ali. The development marks a true detective reunion as Ali starred in season three of Pizza Lada's HBO show. Blade is batting its wings <laughs> towards a late May start of production in Atlanta with Jan Damange, who helmed the pilot of HBO's boundary pushing horror series Lovecraft Country. In the director's chair.
2: I'm I'm quite excited for this. Yes. I think Ollie pulled his weight and said, fuck it, I'm gonna bring on somebody. I got a guy. I got a guy, it, I it, got got a guy they, that can do this. Trust me on this, this one. This movie has been stuck in development hell for like a few years at this point, and they really have to make this new like release window work. Yeah. And it and it sounded like with the last um, the last director when he left it sounds like a lot of it was Ollie was unhappy with the script and he's a very high caliber actor so it <laughs> right. sounds like he has the weight to just he, go. Nah, he told nah, Disney, fam. "Eat my ass." Yeah, and it, I it, want my buddy to do this, and it works. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys have gotten to it. Season three is my favorite. No, I haven't yet. Do Ooh, it. I just finished season two. It's back off me, man. So good. So this is cool. It's still probably going to be a pretty rushed project with a short release window, but we'll see.
1: Honestly, I don't. I love how much you probably hate looking at the four loppers on your shelf because the the image logo is off on every book. The headlopper title is different on every book. The numbers stagger
0: down on every book. You just made Colin really upset. Why would you do that to him? Because... I'm right.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know I'm right. And I've always
0: noticed that, but I never wanted to point it out because I wanted to pretend it didn't happen and it doesn't exist. But, you know, I'm going to
2: have to suck your cock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Jacob asked me a question and then you answered. It was Yeah, because you don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh smooth I, brain. He does. Oh, I he do. He does care. I definitely do. I just don't care as much. Uh, From Marvel.com, this July, two moons rise. Seven- it's <laughs> my... No, yeah. Shut, Shut up! up! said it right this time. <laughs> two moons... He, he, he
0: enunciated, he d- said talk calm. He takes that little breath before saying it, like,
2: alright,
1: focus.
2: (laughs) Focus, focus on calm. Not calm, not calm. Speaking of Two Moons Rising, my ass! (laughs) (laughs) Revealed earlier by IGN, writer Jed McKay is bringing fans an oversized anniversary issue of Moon Knight number 25. The monumental issue features art from All Star, lineup including uh, Alessandro Capuccio, Alessavidi, and Partha Pradham. In the upcoming issue, Moon Knight's past and present collide. The past comes back to bedevil Moon Knight as he pursues his latest enemy, someone once familiar and new. From grim New York nights to the blazing suns of Alexandria days, Moon Knight hunts for answers among the graves of Hart Island while haunted, haunted by the last mission of the Karnak Cowboys, a mercenary crew counting among its members Mark Spector, John Paul Duchamp, Robert Plesco, and the official comic book debut of Layla, <laughs> Al- uh, Layla L. Fru- Fuck! How do you say her last name? I forgot. I'm too horny. Kayla L. Fowley. You're too horny. I'm too horny! <laughs> what the fuck? The issue also includes a classic Moon Knight story from the past by legendary comic writer Doug Mench and Eisner winning Emmy nominated artist Bill Senkowitz. Then, following the events of Moon Knight 25, Mark Spector has taken on his most. Yep. Oh my gosh gosh is taken on his most harrowing adventure yet written by david proposed with art by marcelo ferreira moon knight city of the dead features Layla’s leila's superhero debut as the all-new scarlet scarab when a young runaway is attacked by a gang of death cultists he is left barely alive outside the midnight mission but mark specter made a vow long ago to defend the travelers of the night and as long as the spark of life remains his mission isn't over yet Follow Moon Knight as the Fist of Khonshu journeys far beyond the land of the living and battles across the mind-bending underworld known as the City of the Dead. They're doing the MCU is in the comics now, and I don't care because great characters, she's so fucking hot. I can't, I can't not. She is hot. She is very hot. The cover looks really good.
0: Hot and sexy. Um, <laughs> I was going to make a joke. I can't remember. Um, from DC.com. Just in time for the DC Superheroes big screen feature film debut, a new Dawn of DC Blue Beetle ongoing comic book series will launch out of the final issue of writer Josh Trujillo? Trujillo? Yeah, J's or H's. Trujillo. Trujillo? Yes. Uh, Trujillo and artist Adrian (sighs) Gutierrez? I don't know. Gonoria. Will <laughs> gosh I gave <can't> it <laughs> Oh fuck <laughs> Give me a second <clears throat> Will Quintana and Lucas got Gatones Gatone uh, Lucas Catonis, Blue Beetle Graduation Day six issue mini on sale today. The first story arc of DC's new Ble- Blue Beetle comic book series, due to hit comic shops in September, will be titled "Scarab War" and will
2: team. Just to tri- get the they get the gang back together. And they get the game back. together. Colin's to gang- gonna keep making <laughs> bad jokes. Jaime? <laughs> uh, hi Hi,
0: Jaime. 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 Jaime.
2: Has he met like a single Hispanic person in his life? I want to tell you right now, I have only... just you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have worked with a Jaime, and I never remember if it's Jaime or Jaime. It's like he introduced uh, himself once, and I've rolled with it since. So like, uh, hey,
0: Jaime. Uh, hey, 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 J-Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Jaime Ria's graduation is over, but his new life in Palmera City and as the Blue Beetle has only just begun.
1: Also, the guy was kind of a loser and I didn't like working with him, so...
0: Understandable. With two new Beatles to train in Dynasties and Natita, Jaime has his hands full, navigating being a leader. Thankfully, he has Paco and Brenda by his side as they settle in at Palmera State University. But what lurks in the shadows of Blue Beetle's new home and what does it mean for the Blue Beetle legacy? Dun, 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 dun.
1: I'm going to be... The cringe guy. I'm going to be the cringe guy and
2: say that the new movie is going to be my first Blue Beetle thing. That's fine. That's fine. And so? He's really good in Young Justice. That's a pretty good intro. I know that. I'm I'm just, I'm getting your, I want you to verify it. Oh, he did
1: by saying I know that. That was verification.
2: Yeah, it was, but kind
0: of like. Reverse back. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was actually a really good introduction to it. My first introduction to Blue Beetle was uh, through Batman, Brave and the Bold. It but was at, Brave
2: and the Bold? Holy shit. Yeah, dude.
0: A, Brave and the Bold. That's the first time we ever see Blue Beetle like in anything other than comics. I think so. Eh. I just can't believe you started with man.
2: With Blue Beetle? That's so nutty. That's like one of the bonkers versions, too.
0: Um, it Brave and the Bold, but Well, still. yeah, all of them were
2: bonker, uh, bonkers
0: versions. Uh, but that's like a good introduction for like kids. To be like, oh, this is a younger superhero and he's kind of cool and blah blah blah. And once you get older and you're like being like a teenager or whatever, and then you go into New uh, Young Justice and you see how Blue Beetle is in that, and it's like, okay, this is more grounded ish for comic. All that said, comic good, but I won't pick up. I won't pick up either.
2: I just don't really care. Um, but movie, yes. It's doing both the good and the bad thing that I just said, where it's doing the and now we make the thing in the in, in the on screen version in the comics, which is really funny. You. We read a We talked about that for like thirty seconds ago, but all it's cool that it's getting an ongoing. I remember that was I was looking forward to um, graduation day, and I like I'm, I hope it comes out in trade soon because I want to pick it up. <laughs> so it's cool that like they, they, they're like, damn, look, the book sold well, and the team likes working on it. Let's give them a new one. But yeah, I'm I'm expecting the first, like, six issues of this thing to, like, just be the movie. (laughs) Yeah. From
1: IGN.com. Watch the trailer for American Born Chinese, an original series streaming on Disney Plus from May 24th, 2023. The upcoming Disney Plus show stars Ben Wang, Ki-Hyu Kwan, Michelle Yeoh, Daniel Wu, Yo yan Yan, Chin Han, Jimmy Liu, and Sydney Taylor. Based on the graphic novel by Jean Luen Yang, American-born Chinese tells the story of Jin Wang, an average teenager, juggling his high school social life with his home life. On the first day of the school year, he meets a new student and becomes unwittingly entangled in a battle of Chinese mythological gods. I'll go first. Huh? The trailer took a long time to get to being comic-y? Uh... Colin and I were on the same page because Spencer just pulled up the trailer cold, didn't say a word. It yeah. was like, watch this. And Colin and I at the same time were like, why are we watching this? And then weird comic book action started happening. So it just Monkey felt King. like it It took a while to get to where it was going. So Monkey hopefully King. the show
0: doesn't do that. Monkey King go oh moment it. I'm only going to watch this for Monkey King and... It's my not boy, Monkey King, you King. idiot. Yes, that's Monkey King. No, it's not. Are you fucking numb in the brain? You actually have to be. That staff is the Monkey King staff and also we see the actual fucking Monkey King in the trailer. Three times. Go read the book. It's the fucking Monkey King. <laughs> is that an avatar thing? no no it's a it's a Chin it's a kung fu Chinese kung fu mythology it's
2: okay, okay. Don't which, yell at me. which like every type of mythology <laughs> got co-opted by Marvel in like the 60s and 70s and now yeah. it's basically just a Marvel character well <laughs> no
0: it's really not but yeah, okay it's pretty much <laughs> <in>. it <laughs> really is <laughs> not I fucking hate you. You were actually being so numb about this. <laughs> he got
2: his own Marvel animated show a few years ago. Yeah. This, this, this
0: Spencer is being smooth brain today. I am always smooth brain. <laughs> but he is also being square. You know what else is smooth? His bars. True. No, they're not. Those are wrinkly. <laughs> Those are wrinkly as fuck. Oh dear
2: God. Um, dangling right into the toilet bowl water. Oh. <sighs> From DC.com, the Teen Titans are about to be back in the spotlight at DC.
1: That's why they're all wrinkly. They have disdainty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's...
2: Oh, you poor balls. It's so it's your poor girlfriend. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> the publisher announced the first details surrounding Tales of the Titans, a new series of standalone spotlight issues that will highlight some of the team's members. Tales of the Titans carries on the tradition of the 1980s <clears throat> Tales of the New Teen Titans series with the new issues spotlighting Starfire, Raven, Donna Troy, and Beast Boy. The series will launch just months after they de- debut of the new Titans ongoing from Tom Taylor and Nicholas Scott. Cool. I like bringing back old shit to do new shit. because wow. These people are all like 30 now. It's weird. What about East Beast Man now? <clears throat> Turn into a horse.
0: Oh, he has been doing that. Turn into a horse. He's been doing that for a very long time with Raven. Turn into a horse. Very long time. Turn into a horse. Now he's so good at it that he can, only just, he can just do it with his dick. He doesn't have to like change his entire body. Nope, you gotta do the horse. <laughs> You're,
2: you heard it here first, folks. Spencer is a furry. Specifically, four horses. Oh my gosh. I love how he takes me repeating memes to be serious.
0: Mm. Oh. I like how when I make a joke, Spencer thinks I'm being serious. So, Or he's just stupid and likes to try to make fun of me, so he tries to show everyone else to make them think that I'm serious. But in fact, I am also just making horse dick jokes because
2: horse dick mushroom head. That was like three sentences of word salad to say, I'm joking, bro. Wow. That was a lot. I, I don't know how to segue from there. I want to eat the word salad. I'm hungry. You want to see me, horse dick?
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh,
1: Colin, you won't stop talking. What have you done this week?
0: I have a finished horse. watching... <laughs> what? A horse. I... I just finished fucking a horse. <laughs> In Texas. I always knew you were a horse girl. Her name was Veronica. What? <laughs> Spencer, your turn. What? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, I Spencer... met with the horse. <laughs> oh, okay, sick. Well, Spencer was drinking out of his cup, so I had to say something very like retarded.
2: Very inappropriate. I wanted, I, wanted,
0: I wanted, to see if he'd spit it all over his laptop. Bro,
2: no one is interested in the hussy. Everyone just <laughs> the hussy, <went>. the hussy. <laughs> I have the hussy.
1: I think you mean hoofsy.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Just the the. It's the the horse pussy. Colin could climb in there. No one cares. It, everyone's interested like a, in the hawk. Like like a kangaroo. <laughs>
1: with
0: a horse okay so moving <laughs> on talking about horse cocks i watched the bad batch
2: there are no horse cocks
0: have you seen hunter <laughs> <laughs> okay fair that's what i thought way all right so i watched the bad batch season two
2: Woo! um uh when did it release i think it was like last year this, this year was this it year. this year yeah Damn. it just wrapped up like two weeks ago Wow. Okay. wow. He beat me to the punch. I watched this when it came out and I was going to wait to talk about it. Uh, Fucking go for it, buddy. Very
0: nice. Um, yep, I finished that and it takes place um, in a time where the crew is kind of wanting to not be soldiers anymore. They want to settle down, especially since they have Omega and they want to keep her safe. Um, and after a couple of very close um. Near misses of people in their crew dying. Uh, Hunter is like, yeah, I, we we sh- we should settle down um, because they go through like um, these basically temple of the doom tunnels <gasps> and all this shit. Almost die from this like giant electricity monster that gets grows. Bigger and bigger every time he eats electricity. It's
2: the Zillow Beast. Yep,
0: Zillow Beast or whatever. Big, big baby. Big yeah, baby yeah. Stack. I think
2: you
1: need to say that with an Australian accent. I can't do that. The Zillow
2: Beast. I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, and uh, Omega, sorry. You, you, you've, <laughs> watched,
0: Omega. you've watched a lot of Angela White. Okay. <laughs> um. <Hello? laughs>
2: he has too. I know he has. I know he has. It's okay, we have the same taste. I just shoved like New Zealand and Australian accents together, but they're kind of the same. Well, yeah, they're all the fucking same. They're the same people. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: New Zealand is hobbits. Okay, okay. <laughs> back
2: on track, back on track! <laughs> Australia is felons.
0: Uh, in this season, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Australia just
2: speak upside down. <laughs> oh my fuck, shut the fuck up.
0: How'd that even sound?
2: How would that sound? It's upside. It's upside down. New it's upside down. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, Echo. So Echo leaves the group. Uh, I think like midway through the season um, to help Rex out with whatever stupid mission he's on in in Lake Coruscant. But um, a- after doing a bunch of these heists or whatever, they're trying to cut ties with Sid. Um, but that doesn't seem to be going too well because she keeps trying to call them and shit like that. And she keeps giving them jobs that just are way too close to death. Um, And after meeting one of her friends or acquaintances that tries to sell her stuff, uh, she she introduces the whole crew to this very nice, like, remote island that's, like, they're so... And they don't have, like, crazy resources and stuff like that. And they're very independent. So they don't have to worry about the Empire so they can just be there. But then a bunch of shit happens and whatnot. And on the side, we're getting a story about how Palpatine wants cloning shit so he can come back in Rise of the Skywalker. Uh, so he can come. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he can come. And so that that's really interesting. And Crosshair kind of gets, like, swept up in that. And we get to see him actually interact with tons of other clones that, we're, that we know. And a lot of them are, like, leaving after, like running away from the
2: empire a- a- after like, why are your hands so dry? Cause he doesn't, he didn't
1: use lotion, lotion last night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> lotion grows. Yeah, it is. I, I hate it. I, I still put lotion on my hands, but I don't use it for my Ew. dick. Um, I, I have even, to. I
1: don't even do it for my hands. No, You're, thank you.
0: What do you do? I don't know. Lick them. My hands. Have you thought that maybe that's the reason that you haven't had a girlfriend yet?
1: <laughs> Feel my hands, off. They're not bad.
0: You do have baby hands. I know. Huh.
1: I don't need lotion. Fuck you. Thank
0: you. Mm-hmm. I have time now? Yes. <laughs> See, you can't interrupt me! Uh, yeah, so they do all these things and blah, blah, blah. Something really bad happens. Um, but back to what I was saying. Crosshair... Has a really cool storyline going on. Meeting all these clones. They're getting the... um Just shit kicked out of them. Pissed out of them. And from the Empire. And the Empire's just treating them like shit. And they're treating them like their property. Because that's how they see them. And he's like, I don't know if I really like this. And I think he kills an Imperial officer or whatever. And... Um because he disobeyed orders. So because he disobeyed orders, they brought him to this facility where they bring clones that are disobeying orders and they do tests on them so they can, I don't know, figure out cloning or whatever random shit. And they find out that they need Omega. So now the empire sends all of the commandos to go after what's their faces. And Sid reads them out cause she's a fucking. And we end the season with Omega being taken away. And now season three. We're going to see them take her back.
2: You missed the part Taking where, back Omega? No. You, you no. missed the part no. where where no. Fucking, fucking Tech dies. Stop. I was gonna leave that out! You just talked about Omega getting kidnapped at the end of the season. That's different, that's expected.
0: No, hold on. You can explain, you can spoil things that are obviously fucking expected.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Tech was not an expected death. Fuck you. He's alive and he's fine. How did you like cope this season? I liked it a lot better than I think the first season. Wow! I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. It was like a lot of like. <laughs> this season was like what I wanted from Mandalorian season three, basically. Just it has the main plot. It literally has a plot, B plot, and it has its regular fucking adventures the entire time.
2: You mean it was just coherently written? Yeah. And, started, and every
0: episode was its own thing. Segment. Like it's supposed to be. Well,
2: Best part was it started airing before The Mandalorian and then ended at about the same time and it got like zero coverage. Yeah, it's fucked. It's. It, want it, to see Spencer
1: sucking. if he was twinked?
0: I always think that. What the fuck? That is very much Spencer. What? You're a Rowlet. What? You are a Rowlet. That's not the biggest bird. <laughs> you're not the biggest
2: bird. I am the biggest bird! You're not the biggest bird. You're the most retarded bird, for sure. That's <laughs> definitely true. <laughs> I always really liked Piplup as a kid.
0: You're the most retarded bird, to the sense that when the government replaced all birds with robots, <laughs> they, they you lost the memo, and you're just out there <laughs> trying to meet with the robots. None of these... And you're <laughs> using your main calls, and everyone's like, What the fuck's going on? And you're like, Oh! 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 Oh!
2: oh! More like I was so retarded that they had sympathy, and then they just didn't like take me out of commission. You're the only real bird. bird. (laughs) You're the only real bird. So I am the biggest bird. Oh my god, no.
1: (laughs) Spencer, what did you do this week?
2: A little pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I read uh, Robin Volume Three. It's the N. A lot of no robins. He's still underage. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> got him. Um, I read Robin Volume Three of the. It's the the end of the current or most recent run. Uh, written by Joshua Williamson with art by uh, Roger Cruz. It's issues um, like nine through fifteen or something like that. Um, 13 through 19-ish. Basically, this trade was a fucking mess. Uh, This is when the run intersects with the uh, Batman Shadow War crossover, which was a big thing involving the League of Shadows and Deathstroke. So the first, like, three issues of this book are only the Robin issues of that event. So it's incoherent to read. Um, And then after that, it kind of stabilizes out. Um, There are a couple of cool moments in this, which I, I do appreciate. Um, Lord Deathman is being really stupid as usual. Lord Deathman, I I can't believe how well they brought back Lord Deathman. He's such a meme. Like, he's just stupid. He has, like, no powers except coming back from the dead. He's just derpy. I love him. Um, there's a couple of nice moments between, uh, Bruce, Talia, and, uh, Damien. The thing that I really like about this run is that it doesn't try to ship Talia and Bruce. It tries to portray it as, like, old drama that you can't escape, like, it treats them like, 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 like they're exes. It's not, bad Batman writers really try to ship Talia, and I think it's cringe and gross and bad. Rapist. Yeah. Kind of non-canonical, but like, you know, whatever. It just, it's just, there's no chemistry there in that sense, other than like a physical thing. So when they try to portray it as like a... Really old mistake, mostly, uh, where Talia clearly has more leftover feelings. And it's, like, really wrapped up in, like, old family drama. You know, being a ghoul and whatnot. Um, I like it. I think it portray- it puts Robin in a unique spot. Where he, like, comes between his parents and he's like, you guys are fucking stupid. Stop arguing for the love of God. I'm like, a child, please stop. Like, it, there's a lot of that in this book, which I, I appreciate. Um, I like stuff like that. I like where it portrays it as, like... It's not the one who got away. It's like your really toxic ex that you can't get rid of. I think that's a much better f- frame to look at, especially because this is kind of a YA book um, for the sake of Robin, so it's like kind of trading like divorce, basically. Um, the art across the board is fantastic. I really like Roger Cruz uh, for this whole line. Um, he's really consistent, despite I think this this trade having some of the more rushed issues from the run because it was a, it dealt with a crossover. Um, it ends, I think, kind of abruptly. I, I don't know how the long this was planned to go for. Um, but it kind of ends in a weird spot where it sets up a couple of stories that are going to continue in a, in Lazarus' planet um, and then in Batman v. Robin or the other way around. So it's it's Batman and, and Robin coming back together and hashing out their bullshit so they can you know be father and son again and whatnot, which I'm looking forward to getting the issues for. But this was definitely a messy end to the run um that's about it honestly oh the big the i guess the big reveal which i don't care about spoiling is that the weird <coughs> deathstroke looking child from the previous issues is a deathstroke and talia clone so he's like a weird surrogate child for deathstroke it's really weird that just kind of ties into the other event so it what felt really it out of place what is it with
1: deathstroke and surrogate children this is unacceptable
2: what it's certainly a thing. Batman
0: and surrogate children.
2: Because Batman is a child. Mm. Batman is a stunted boy. And his... Deathstroke is not. He needs no, no, no. Deathstroke is just a pedophile. There's a difference. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, Let's just never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, most of the writers don't tend to forget it. They right. just try to focus on other things. Because cool. it, it, yeah, that's a whole complicated thing. It was fine. I bought it for I think twenty dollars. Um, I definitely would recommend a deep sale. It's worth flipping through for the artwork. Uh, Roger Cruz is really good at having kind of boxy, cartoony-looking art. Um, the action sequences are really nice. The designs are fantastic. Talia's brown. One of my biggest pet peeves. So that's cool. Hot. Um, yes. Yes. Um, That's about it, honestly, on that one. It was a little disappointing. I just, I really want to read the two of, the three events that tie into this bit, because there's so much shit I'm missing. About it at Jetpack, because, of course, I did.
1: I read the second issue of the Demon Hunter comic tie-in to their latest CD, Exile.
0: Yep.
2: It's fine. That took a long time for that thing to come out.
1: Nothing really happens. Our main character finds a person and then walks through the wilderness and gets attacked and then finds another person that's going to help them on their journey. It takes like five minutes to read. It looks fine. That's rough. Really got no notes. I I don't know.
2: That's disappointing.
1: I got a bad vibe about this run, but we shall see how the second half goes.
2: That's uh, How many issues is it in total? Four. Ugh, It's going to be like 2027 20, by the time the last issue comes out. Not that bad. Um, the album came out like nine months ago.
1: The first one did, yeah. And then the second one was slated for early 2023, which it did. It, I got it in the mail uh, the first week of March, so... It's supposed to be done by the end of this year.
2: We will see. Yes. Collina. Um,
0: I'm trying to figure it out.
2: Um, I <laughs> d- don't have anything. Damn. Again. Damn, bro. <sighs> Not a surprise. Never a surprise. Ask me a question. Fuck. <laughs>
1: For free comic book day, are you going to be? It, it, you're you're obviously selling your body, for for profit, right? Yeah. But, are you gonna have like a fun challenge thing, where it's like five bucks gets you a five minute sketch or something like that? Or? Um,
0: I was actually thinking that. Uh, so like. That right, would be fun. I was thinking like doing six, uh, like thirty second or sixty second sketch, type of thing. For
2: thirty cents or like a... I think the five minute a dollar thing is or something. a No, a be- idea. because then
0: I can get more people. Aww. I think five minutes, because then I have to really, really fucking work one it. One
1: minute for one
0: dollar? Not one fucking dollar, no fucking Come dollar. on! A minute, no! Work with me here. A minute for a dollar, I fuck s- that. <laughs> I was 30 seconds at the top, at, at like least is like a dollar. Wow. 30 seconds is a dollar. Wow. One minute and five minutes of my time drawing? No. No. I, I have honed my skills enough to say that it's worth more than... Uh, like a minute of my time is worth more than fucking you You're taking
1: way too much insult
2: at this. I am.
0: Um, I, don't I need know. the numbers I w- to make sense. I,
2: they don't make sense. I thought that you were going to say five minutes. $5 gets you five minutes and just leave it there. Which I would agree to. Because... It's I, I and I have,
0: mean, I'm okay with
2: we'll our get, table
1: being a kissing booth.
2: We'll get a little pop-up tent for you. It's five
1: dollars
0: right. or five minutes, ten dollars.
2: I will go get a confessional booth. <gasps> Hot.
0: With with the screen in between or no?
2: No and, screen. And oh. this and
0: this fix this would fix a brain worm for me. Because my posters are fifteen bucks. My smaller prints. Are five bucks each. Where's the ten dollar in between? (laughs) And then the stickers are a dollar, all of them, unless you buy a print, it's free. (gasps) Oh,
2: free stickers! Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only if you buy a print. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I could probably do a five minute drawing for ten bucks. Would that do you guys see that as too much?
2: I don't know. Hold on, I will literally spend 10 minutes plucking out your toe hair for one sticker.
0: That's because it's his feet. That's because it's me,
1: and you know me,
2: and you like my feet. You like my
0: little brick feet, okay? <laughs> because there is a point where it is, I believe it would be too much. Like I'm not gonna sell my original, like if I made in all my original prints, the sun, the uh, the Enneagram, Enneagram drawings, all those originals, I can't say they're all worth a thousand dollars.
2: I mean, you can. <laughs> They're worth
0: that to me, but value, on, like anywhere else, would say otherwise.
2: I know, currency is fake, don't get me started.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So are
2: birds. Birds are birds very are fake. fake.
0: Spencer's the only real bird in existence. He
2: is the biggest I would be a great bird. pigeon. I'd be a great pigeon. You would be a pigeon. I would be a pigeon. What <laughs> bird would you be,
0: Jacob? He's a crow. No. No, yeah. I'd what? be a crow.
2: Be a raven. Oh, thank you. Okay,
1: aren't they the same?
2: No, No. they're different. They're not real. No, because they're not birds. Okay, they're all they all talk, they just don't talk to us.
0: Crow, a raven's way cooler. I feel like you would give me something that's not cool. Why a raven rather than a crow?
2: Why aren't you insulting me right now? I know
0: I'm not used to this. I feel like it'd be a crow because they're kind of they're just like seagulls. I'd be a duck. (laughs) You <laughs> would be a duck! You would, you would, you would, you would! And that would be your Pokemon too. the, the duck Pokemon. The-, the Psyduck? Yeah! 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 So- if, he's, if, he's, if he's a Rowlet, you're a Psyduck. Or like the duck before the Psyduck.
2: Would. What would I be if I was a bird? I'd be a Torchic. I'd be a Torchic! <laughs> We got punt that little football,
0: <laughs> and then I have my awkward phase of becoming a Combustkin oh with my thick thighs and fat ass, and then I'd be a full,
2: full blown midget version. Why of are Blaisiken. all the Why are all the Pokemon birds so like horny looking? I don't understand.
1: Is this our next sticker? Us as
0: no,
2: Pokemon.
1: no, and it's just Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god! Unless it's, Unless it's like
2: literally the entire Pokemon shape,
0: and it's just like a, our face is like god, right please there. Please no, please no. no. Please Make no.
1: Us like traitors with with our our bird equivalent. Oh, no, I'm our, not doing uh, that. I'm not doing that. Spencer, what'd you do? <sighs> a Psyduck.
2: <laughs>
1: I would. Psyduck. Um, you are a Torchic. You're like you. the tiny little thing, but you've got the spunk and. It's in vinegar, of like, eh, commit me, and it's like, thank you. He's calling you spunky. Yeah, he is. And I'm cute. No,
0: yeah. I'm cute. Really I'm cute. Like a baby is cute. My friend. girlfriend thinks I'm cute. Your girlfriend that is a pedophile. It's her
1: job. She's not. She's <laughs> younger
0: than me. Yeah, and. Your girlfriend's a pedophile. So is my girlfriend's also younger than me.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you call her a fucking MILF.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Tell me but what hey, you did. You call her the stick up his yes. ass. So, uh, correction, is? he calls her mother. So I do not. Yeah, you For the fucking record. <laughs> Everyone who listens, I do not call
0: his girlfriend mother. Yes, you do. Okay? He likes to think I do, because it gets him all hot and horny.
2: He's so nervous right now. I am very
0: nervous. I do not want anyone to think that I call her mother. <laughs> That's
1: way too fucking far. You actually call her Spencer's dominatrix. Yes, uh, that is yeah. true. Yeah. Understandable.
0: Even though Spencer likes to insist he's the top.
2: Speaking of Have dominatrix- you met my girlfriend?
1: Speaking of Dominatrixes.
2: Yeah. Huh? Uh, no Dominatrixes in this book. I, oh. I read the first volume of the first volume of the current Batman run. I know, me reading a Batman book. It's never happened before. Uh, so the first volume is Failsafe, written by Chip Zdarsky, with art by Jorge Jimenez. Uh,
1: I think it's Jimenez.
2: I don't know. I think it's Yams. <laughs> Frankly, I never see videos of him speaking English, so I do not know. <laughs> It's true! It's he posts true. everything in Spanish. I know, but I just... <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. It collects Batman issues 125 through 130, and it is a story about Batman and his Robin, currently being Tim Drake, um, finding mysteries. Uh, someone frames Batman for murdering the penguin, and then a failsafe program pops off and is like, so we gotta kill Batman now. Nice. Uh, because if Batman gets out... It turns out, if Batman gets out of line... Part of his brain, the uh, the the Bruce Wayne re- removed part of his brain, Batman Zurinar, who hasn't been seen in like 10 years. I fucking love Zurinar. Made a failsafe program that only Alfred knew about how to reset in case, you know, the, the code was off and, and Batman didn't actually kill someone. Uh, but Alfred's fucking dead. So that didn't happen. So when he got framed for killing the penguin, this big android robot thing popped off and started trying to murk him. Puff Pop. off. Popped off. puff off. Um, pop off queen it is a it is a kind of a follow up to the Tower of Babel Justice League story from way back in the day Um, whereas this is you know where Superman's like so you have contingencies for all of us but there's no contingency for you and then Batman took that really fucking personally and then made like a, an indestructible android that will kill him um he shoved so much technology into this this android, it's not even funny. Like, it's it's crazy It's powerful. literally, like, so hot. It's nuts. Um, so, yeah, it starts smacking the shit out of him and Tim and other allies. Um, it traps part of the Justice League, like, in a city block, um, because Batman used to have money. So he, like, bought... He, like, kind of owned the city block, or Zoranar owned the city block and then made it, like, a, a trap for different J- Justice League members and stuff. Um, Batman nearly dies. Uh, Bruce Wayne like retreats into his own brain, so we, half of this book is spent with Zoranar being like, We're gonna go crazy! It it's just, it's very weird. Um, Tim had no fucking idea uh, that this thing existed, so that makes for some weird drama. Uh, Zurinar is an asshole, so that's fun. Um, I have one big gripe with this, uh, and it's the, I'd say the second half of Act Two um, before the, the the final fight and conclusion go off. Um, Failsafe puts the whole city on lockdown and makes it a security state in like 30 seconds. And it does that thing where the Batman villain just takes over Gotham again. And that is really annoying because there the, this has been happening since like 2016. Every villain will just take over the city for like six months and... It was fine for a couple of times because they were justified. And now that um, James Tynan IV is no longer on the book, and now this is a, the the Chip Zdarsky book, I'm pretty fucking disappointed in that decision. I really like Zdarsky. Um, and the writing here, dialogue-wise, is fantastic. So it's not like I think he's like overworking himself or anything, which I was very scared about him doing. But it's a very dumb decision that doesn't really go anywhere because as soon as Batman heals a little bit, he gets the gang back together and they kick his ass and Batman gets fucking yeeted into another dimension. But everyone thinks he's dead and that's the end of the book. Um, it's the the setup for the current run. I don't know how long this thing is going to go on for. I, I genuinely have no idea. Um, he got. Are you telling me he got sent
0: to a? I think he's dead, and he got sent into a different dimension. Yeah, so it's, Again. Yeah. It's Again.
2: Kind of, it's kind of aping some Grant Morrison shit. Yeah. yeah I know. So. You're
0: telling me that if I had a nickel for every single time that people thought Batman was dead, but he actually was sent to a n- different dimension slash timeline, I'd have two nickels? Uh, three. Probably like 20, 20
2: nickels, but yeah. Ah, in it, the main. In, it, the, it it in counts. metal counts. No. Yes, it does. In the main Batman run, it's happened at least twice. <laughs> he meets the Sandman. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. It doesn't count. It does. It doesn't. That was does the best part of that event. Oh my gosh. I'm almost done. Chill. So, <laughs> um, right on his nose, like a barbarian. <laughs> I was a little scared going into this because I really like Zdarsky and I respect him. He's written some stuff that's not great, but his Daredevil run is like all time great stuff. And him balancing the two b- biggest books, one at Marvel and one at DC at the same time, is a lot to ask. Um, so I'm a little disappointed that he's kind of he's definitely consciously riffing on some Grant Morrison choices from the old from the Batman Run in the 2000s, but it doesn't seem to be like he's trying to plagiarize anything. It's just reusing some ideas, so it's fine. I hope that the 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 next couple of arcs um, don't do that so much. And it was like a kind of a necessary crutch to get the ball rolling, which is fine. Um, so yeah, now he's in a version of Gotham. Yeah, it's Jacob. Now he's in a version of Gotham with no Batman, so that's gonna be fun. Um, on the whole, I really did enjoy this thing um, more than I was uh, expecting. I think I was I had I was walking with low expectations because the um, Joshua Williamson collected edition that was like a, a placeholder between the two the the new runs starting up was very mid um, as a placeholder book typically is. So I my my expectations have been lowered. Um, I really like the, the how well Tim Drake fits into this book because he's an adult now um, and he's, you know, while Damien's off doing Damien shit, um, Tim has a really unique dynamic with Batman, not just because he's my favorite Robin, but because he is an adult. They do, they, there is plenty of Batman being like, so you're more of an adult than I am. Anyways, which I, I find very entertaining because Tim is all, I don't know. Okay, did that too. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely acknowledged that a couple of times. It just is like I don't know. It's it's nice to. It's not growth, but it's like acknowledgement from Batman. And he also kind of acknowledges that he's a fucking coward because he reverts to like his I don't have Bruce Wayne brain. He's like he just goes into like fight or flight mode. He goes into like Sigma Gorilla Batman mode. Kind of does. That's him for real. Pretty pretty much. For real, for
1: real. Um, And I like,
2: I really like, there's some really cool visualizations from Bruce Wayne arguing with Zurinar inside his own head, which is pretty cool, just the way it was framed was nice. Um, Jimenez's art for this book is fantastic. He really reinvented how he does designs from his work with Tynan, Um, a lot, like it's still his art, but a lot of the the tonal shift between the different runs, whereas this starts off a murder mystery and then kind of gets zany. Um. the The contrast is definitely there. I just I really like his really angular designs. They, everyone's po- pointy and pokey, and I, I like it. Um, The coloring in this book really stood out. I don't remember who does the coloring, but the, it's fan fucking tastic. Um, the designs are great. This is how I liked him to look. He has his new suit, which I think looks fantastic, and he's not too twinked, but he's a he's a little twinky. He's not like a twinky, you know. I bought it for twenty five bucks. It is the hardcover. I really wanted the trade to to start coming out at the same time as the hardcovers, but I don't think DC's ever going to do that again. Um, I think it's worth picking up. The next volume uh, comes out in I think a couple of months. So I'm currently deciding whether or not I'm going to follow it in book form, or if I'm going to just start picking up issues or not. But yeah. I do want to follow it because I don't. I don't know. I don't think Zdarsky's going to be doing this book for like ten fucking years. I think, you know, a year or two, so, me.
1: me. 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 Very pretty. I read Justice
2: League, No Justice. <gasps> it came
1: out in 2018. It was four issues. It was the stepping stone between the metal event, the first one, and Scott Snyder's
0: run on Justice League. What? I, I was before you did anything, I wanted to say that uh the Zurin suit is like literally the hottest it's ever it looks
2: been. So good. It it looks retarded, but in the it's not as retarded. I like. don't know why, but I've always liked it, no matter what version I it mean, it's, is. It's cool. Also, I really love the front cover because the Tim's cape is the bat emblem and it's cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It! hmm Wow. Well, <laughs> anyways. Sorry. Justice no.
1: League, no justice, was written by Scott Snyder. Uh Josh. Williamson, and James Tynan the Fort. And more, Goodreads says. And, and
0: more. And more.
2: And us
0: Morbius. Bix. Morbidussie. <laughs> Morbius
1: Mommy. <laughs> there are... uh fucking. <laughs> What's the stupid wall that
2: broke? Wall. In, yeah,
1: the source wall broke in metal and everybody blames the Justice League for breaking the multiverse and everything. And then this has four freaking ancient, like in uh, uh, Celestials, like in Marvel, basically, but uh, their DC version, and they're coming to eat planets. And because the source wall broke, uh, they're coming for Earth next, probably. So there's something about... There's four trees that pop up on a planet that become the next target for the Celestials to come eat. <coughs> and so Brainiac takes the Justice League and splits them up four ways because there's four trees, each with its own theme. There's the Tree of Mystery, the Tree of Wonder, the Tree of Wisdom, and the Tree of Entropy. Entropy. I can talk English good.
2: The Sussy Tree.
1: Uh, yes. So the teams are weird, and everybody's like, "Why are we split up like this?" And then Amanda Waller has all of the psychics that she knows, like tied into one mega computer, trying to hack Brainiac, and it's they literally blow his the brain uni- out. It's
2: literally the unimind.
1: Yeah, and they blow his brain out, and then everybody's like, "Well, now what do we do?" And they try to figure it out over four issues.
2: Um, a lot of shit happens in this book in a short amount of
1: time. Yeah, it's really crazy, and it seemed spaced out really well. I followed it pretty well. It it was it fit nicely. It's a nice little package. Four issue package. Uh, it looks really, really good. The the art is fantastic. Uh, it's just a really nice simple stepping stone between Metal and Justice League. Like, it just helps things flow really well. And it's entertaining. And it looks good and it reads good. I like. I got the four issues for five dollars at Stairway to Heaven Comics. Damn. I think it was a steal. I think they accidentally labeled it wrong because the other ones were marked 10 or 15. Yeah. That's nice.
0: Yes. That's hot. That's a hot. I like Stairway. Stairway is nice. good. Very nice. Yes.
1: You know yeah. who else is nice? Our patrons. Whoa! Because they went to patreon.com forward slash dime comic bros. And I found out the other day it oh, is a capital D forward slash. Capital D, Dime Comic Bros, not lowercase Dime Comic Bros. I mean, that's
2: how it goes in, but you, well, you can put it in all lowercase. The, the, the no, st- I did it now. all
1: lowercase, and it brought up a 404.
2: Four, I'm four. fucking fact-checking you. So, okay.
0: as, as we're talking right now, Spencer is fact-checking... Um, he's facting the checking of the Dime Comic Bros podcast um,
2: Patreon. See? It auto-corrects. Auto- okay, it auto-corrects. Mine
1: didn't. It kept it
2: lowercase
1: and it pulled up a 404. Four. four. I can't talk.
2: Googity googity, Giddle, googity, gibble, 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 googity, googity
1: Jeff Lawrence and Caitlin went over to Patreon.com.
2: We and appreciate money.
1: Signed up under one of the four tiers present there.
2: That's so hot. Like the four trees! Uh. Who welcomed you to the show? <laughs> Both of you at the same time. <laughs> we did. You literally did.
0: What have we done? <laughs> um, well, we made. I'll tell you what we did. We've made a lot of scrotum jokes, a lot yes. of penis jokes, Burb a lot jokes. of penis jokes, Burb a lot jokes. of uh, uh, foreskin jokes. We uh, talked jokes. about Natalie Borman a lot. Uh, for, uh, the Oracle of the Foreskin. birds. Um, <laughs> the birds. Yes, um, the birds. Um, but disease, everything gay. Omnibusy. Barely women at all. <laughs> except for it's just the word hot. And um, mommy.
1: This all happens in our Patreon exclusive after show called Dime Comic Bros Happy Hour where we finish recording this show and we hit the record button again again and we start talking more. And we drink and it gets crazy. It does
2: get a little spicy.
1: Especially on the Saturday mornings because I don't... I just roll out of bed and I drive over here. I barely get like a cup of coffee. And then I am usually done with that cup of coffee by the time we're done with this show. And then we start cracking open beers. And it's like one in the afternoon and I haven't eaten yet.
2: It, so it, it gets fun. It, it really does. Um, if you want to financially support this show and go over to our Patreon, on those different tiers, we have a bunch of different cool rewards. We have a lot of stickers uh, done by Colin. Thank you. Sir Art Boy. Yep. I didn't say they were good. Don't get ahead of yourself.
0: Um, <laughs> I know they're good because you're like, "Come on, please give me the stickers, please, Daddy, give me the stickers."
2: <laughs> um, if you stay subscribed to our uh, Patreon, whenever we make a new sticker, we will give it to you for free. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was, that was the cringiest joke you've made Yeah, yet. I know it's a really, it's a very old joke. Um, Adam Sandler, who? Yeah, and the movie was actually okay. It was um, actually okay. It was, it was alright. Uh, you also get different types of cool art bits done by Colin. There's some cool prints and some cool commission stuff. Uh, you obviously get your name dropped on episodes. Uh, exclusive access to Dime Gaming Bros Happy Hour as well as early access to this show and our secondary podcast, Dime Gaming Bros, where once a month Jacob and I do gamer shit. Mostly, huh? mostly scream about minorities. Um, That's you. <laughs> yeah. I have the pass. I'm allowed to. Um, go give us money. Also, speaking of money, uh, our partners over at Jetpack Comics and Games are wicked cool and not sussy at all. Uh, go check out the shop in downtown Rochester. Give them your money for us because they like us for some fucking reason. I think
1: they like us. And they host Free Comic Book Day. I
2: They, they haven't gotten rid of my pull list yet, so I think they like us. Your pull list? Yeah. I've, I don't that? know.
0: Kyle was being kind of know. sussy last
2: time I, I was in. He didn't
0: know. even say hi to me. I don't say. I think he was ignoring me. I don't really say hi to any of them except for Rich because Rich sees me. He's like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" And that's yeah. like the only way that I'm going to be interacting. I haven't with seen anyone. Rich for so long.
2: Yeah, my poll list. They, I. What's the poll list? You know when you when you when you hop on a book, uh, and you're like, "Hey, hey I just got the number one. Can you put me on the list for all the new issues when they come out? Can I would make, like the A covers, please." They call you when two comes out and when three comes out uh, and when four comes out. Yeah, and I do that with trades too because it just helps my brain keep track of it. So they haven't cancelled my list yet. I, I updated I updated it yesterday. I'm getting more shit. I'm hopped I'm I've hopped on so yeah, many books. That's cool. That's cool. So that's cool. do that and then also go show them support for free comic book day this year, which it's, is next Saturday, yep. the sixth. I thought it was this
0: Saturday, like all of this all of like last week. You were a goofy guy. And then I realized that it wasn't made yet, and I was like, Thankfully. Fuck.
2: So, yes, this is the last time we'll mention it on this show. The 6th, it's in a couple of days by the time this episode comes out. That's not true. It'll literally be tomorrow, because I release these on Fridays.
1: We will be talking
2: about the aftermath of Free Comic Book Day next time
1: we record. Okay, this is true. And then that'll be the last time we might
2: yeah, Until next year. Yes. But yeah, if you want to come by the Governor's Inn in Rochester, New Hampshire, we're going to have a table slash booth. Like we mentioned earlier, Colin's going to be selling a bunch of his cool stuff. We're going to be giving out our shit for free because we're better than you. Yep. Um, <laughs> I want the money. And hopefully, Whore. you know. True. Uh, Slot. You're not a Catholic. You're not a slut. You're just... A... Wait. No. Wait, wait. Catholics no, are whores. I got that mis- messed, mixed. Catholics <laughs> are whores and
1: Christians are sluts.
2: Yeah. That's
1: true. I was thinking about that, actually. Like, this is going to get cut. No. But as I've been swiping, like, there are so many Christian girls that have kids already. It's amazing what having kids will do for your faith. <laughs> they have to believe in a higher power because they have kids now. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, we should dive
2: in- into that more No. happy hour. Dear God, no. Um. so come by get some photos with us there's gonna be plenty of other really cool people some other podcasts that we know a lot of cool artists are gonna be there I think there's a couple of comedians that are gonna have booths uh, so Matt
0: go Smith is gonna be there yeah
2: Collins my other dad d- one of Collins' many fathers Um, What's so a long list of dads you've got um, I'm getting a little
1: nervous so far you've got like, a dad for this. hey
2: statistically speaking the more parents in a household the better likelihoods of, of you the better your likelihoods are when you leave the house in life. So if he has 12 dads, he is doing better than us. Dad fetish. True also. Um, what do you think I hang out with? Yeah. Us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tune in next week for a lot of probable crazy bullshit about Free Comic Book Day. Also, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And, and D&D. And d and d and mean, we're going to have to talk about that on the show. We can. I don't, we can. I don't we're can. all going to well, see it. We'll probably talk about it in happy hours. It'll yeah, Whatever. And then... Also, oh, also, 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 also. Finally, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood. Yep, that's out. Ooh, and I forgot. I the, saw that. I need to pick that up this week. So okay, too. I will not. It's gonna be a full episode next week.